The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. PlayStation. Dad Ninja Dev, as always, and joining by me today is Mr. Delvin Cox, all the way down from Florida. How you doing today, bro? I'm doing good, brother. How you doing? Everything good with you? Oh, uh, you know, life is, you know, doing its thing, kicking me in the butt as usual, but, you know, we always just got to press on. That's a fact, boy. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Also joining me this morning is Miss Haley Nicole Miller, all the way from the Great White North. How are you? Uh, you know, uh... I don't know how to put it except uh, getting frustrated with, uh, you know, life. <laughs> yeah, life does that. Life fi- life finds a way. <laughs> All right, Jeff Goldblum, calm down now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So let's just jump right into it. Um, what you been playing, Delvin? What, what you been up to this week? Um, it's been a pretty busy week, to say the least. Um, I've been playing Jedi Fallen Order, of course. Which is fantastic. I love the game. It's great. Which makes life a lot harder because I love Death Stranding. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so I have to kind of make time between both of them to play both of them to get it. And I like it because it's two different experiences. Oh, yeah. You're like completely different experiences. Death Stranding is weird and unique. It's not necessarily action-oriented, but it just kind of drive, drives you in with the story. While Fallen Order is kind of fun Star Wars lore kind of campy in the sense of Star Wars, and it feels awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, I'm enjoying both of those games, and also um, my son's birthday was yesterday, as it was recorded. Oh, your birthday. Yeah, so um, that was fun because like, he wanted to go get a whole bunch of games, so he got a whole bunch of PlayStation games. And for those who don't know, another big game came out this week. He got on um, Pokemon. He got Pokemon, uh. and this is the funny thing about that. So. Because it was his birthday, he got Pokemon Shield. So I told him, you know what? I'll get Sword and play Sword with you. I'll play so we can trade so you can get your Pokemon traded off of stuff. So I got Sword. My daughter was like, can I play it? I'm like, yeah, sure, you can play it. She got has her own Switch and stuff. She said she, she wanted to get it for Christmas. So you can play it as long as you want to. She has not stopped playing that game yet. <laughs> to, to, the wow. point, to the point where last night I said, you know what? I'll go buy me another copy. You keep that copy. Because <laughs> she literally has not stopped playing it since she's got on it. Like, and she, as as we speak right now, she's playing the game. She loves it that much, and she's not the wow. type of person who plays games twenty four seven. But this game, I kind of, I guess, it just spoke to her to the point where she's been playing it non stop. We've been going like we were going in stores yesterday and stuff like that. She was carrying the switch, whatever. Like, put it away. <laughs> like, we were going and talking to people. You just have your face in the switch trying to get these Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, but, I have never understood the Pokemon craze. Yeah, but she's she's loving it. And my son got some good games. He got um, what did he get? 
I, I, I got a Persona 4 for PS2 because he never played Persona. He's a big fan of the Persona series. Now, the only one he played was 5, and he's like 90 hours into 5. Damn. Jesus. Yeah. And he's he has 3 on PS2, but something happened with his disc, so it won't finish the game, but he wanted to play 4 a lot really bad. He doesn't have a Vita yet because he's collecting video game consoles, but he has a PS2. Nice. So I got him Persona for uh, PS2. I got him Mario and Sonic, the Olympic Games, the new winner. I got him Pokemon. And there's something else I got him. I got him a few, a few different things. Also, he bought a um, cause we it's um, a video game shop not too far from my house, mm-hmm. and he went there and got a Game Boy Advance. Oh wow! Nice. That's my favorite Game Boy. I love that Game Boy Advance. That thing was great. Yeah, it was. It was really cool console. Made me want to kind of get a, a, a old school brick Game Boy. I'm highly thinking about getting one. Yeah. Good luck finding one that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to find the old school Game Boy and I can never find one that actually works and is in decent condition. If I, and, and the back and the backlight's not busted on? If I find well, one, the old I'll school you know. Game Boy doesn't have a backlight, does it? It's just the green screen. Yeah, green screen. The color one has the backlight and stuff. I think I'm correct. This is not a Nintendo show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, don't quote me on that. <laughs> uh, what about you, Haley? What have you been playing? Uh, pretty much just Jedi Fallen Order, which we'll talk about later. Um, but uh, other than that, I went out for dinner on Friday night, so that was interesting. Uh, and uh, I just kind of want to put a little PSA in here. I don't think it was anyone from our community, but. If you're going to send me a message on PlayStation Network, don't make your first message to me, you're a trans, because that was a fun message to receive this week, which is just like, I've this guy sent me, hey, back in December, never responded because he's not on the list, like he's not on my friends list, then he sent me another hey in January, and now, 11 months later, he goes, you're a trans, and I just went, okay. I don't know how to respond to this. Like, <laughs> PSA, yes, I am I am a trans woman, but that's not how you talk to somebody ever, like, at all. Uh, <laughs> like, how do you, like... people suck. That's a wild <laughs> statement to say. Doesn't, doesn't even bother me. It's just, like, it's really weird, so just put the PSA right. out there. That's not how you say hi. <laughs> right. Oh, people, we gotta do better. We gotta do better as people. Jeez. Uh, other than that, you know, I had to work last night, <clears throat> worked in, uh, station aircrafts at the store, which is my jam, uh, finished three skids, and then, uh, you know, they sent me out into the garden center, which, for those who don't know, the garden center is technically outside, so, like, you're not in the warmly, uh, warm, cozy environment of the store, you're out in the cold, and I had to do picks for toys, <laughs> <laughs> so it was like I think thirty six outside. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's how I, my I name not, went last night. Do not like the cold like that. I had to tell him to kick rocks. I'm staying inside where it's warm. This is shenanigans. Yeah. See, I, I'd, I'd love to do that. My boss would not <laughs> love for me to do that, though. He'll be all right. 
they uh <laughs> they offered me an extra shift today after the podcast but i was like Mm-mm, nope nope no thank you I got some Fallen Order to play. Well, not Miss just that. that. I got some. I'm very tired. I've been up since five. I doubt I'll be like useful to you because uh, we're taking two trucks at the store today. Hmm. So there's a 1500 piece and a 900 truck, uh, a 1500 truck and a 900 after it. So Dang. 2400 piece day in total. Uh, and they wanted everyone to come in at one to unload the first truck because the other truck will be delivered for four. And it's like, yep, nope, that'll be useful to you at that point. Man, I remember those days working retail and getting, like, all the large trucks for holidays and getting, like, going from having one truck a week to having two trucks. Ugh. Hey, I could use the overtime, but I could also, you know, I'm not very useful when I'm dead tired, so. Yeah. And I'm just stumbling around like a zombie, so. Yep, been there. Yeah. Yeah, so that's for me. As for me, yeah, this week I've just been playing uh, Fallen Order. Um, had a lot of life stuff that I don't feel like getting into this morning. Just kicked me in the butt. But uh, I actually didn't get around to playing uh, Star Wars until yesterday. I didn't get there. was a whole snafu with Best Buy. Best Buy, you were dead to me when it comes to digital codes. So they were supposed to be sending out everything, I guess, Thursday night. Like I even got an email like Thursday midday, like, hey, the release date has changed for this game. You should have your code by uh, the end of the night. I'm like, oh, sweet, cool. I'll be able to, you know, play a little bit of Fallen Jedi or Fall, yeah, Fallen Order before before I go to bed tonight. Nope, they didn't send the codes out, and it was a whole rigmarole. I guess people were going to the midnight launch, and they didn't have the codes there. That they couldn't ring stuff up properly. The pre-order codes weren't going through properly. It was just a whole mess. They ended up not sending out the codes until. Like late Friday night, <clears throat> and by that time, um, me and my wife we decided to go down to Disneyland. Uh, just after having so much stuff going on during the day, um, life-wise, we were like, you know what? We got these 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 discount tickets. Let's just let's just roll out and do something for us. So we went ahead and went down there, and I had a nice little time in Disneyland just to kind of escape everything, and then um, got the uh the codes, probably around like 7 or 8 p.m. I'm like, oh, well, at least they're there, so when I you know, get home tomorrow, I can go ahead and play some Fallen Order, which I did, and I'm definitely uh, enjoying it. It is, it, is, it is great. I'm having a really good time with it. And we'll get into that discussion a little bit more later, but yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. Nice. Sounds yeah. awesome. Now I got a question for you. Did you... Mm-hmm. Did you pre-order your fallen order through best buy because you have uh the game their version of like game club or whatever no i did it through best buy just because i had a best buy gift card <laughs> bless you yeah i had a best buy gift card then also um when you pre-order you get the ten dollar rewards on search so i was like well i can take this money that i have and turn it into a little bit more money and still get the game so i said screw uh-huh. it and pre-order okay. from there and uh that's the second time that they have like kind of screwed up the digital uh, download release with the codes is just always a mess. So this is why I buy everything on the PlayStation Store. <laughs> Typically, I would, but I was like, ah, we'll try you again, Best Buy. But this is the last time. I'm not. I'm not messing with it no more. I'm tired of that mess. I'm just gonna either buy directly from Steam or the PlayStation Store or Xbox directly. I can't deal with this crap no more. So okay. So, let's get into the messages. 
So we have one question from uh, Mr. Paul Calicote, and it is uh, timely as it, it, it goes into basically what this whole week has been about, which is Star Wars. <laughs> he asks, which color lightsaber would you wield and what kind of hilt or uh, style would you use? Um, so, Haley, you're new to the Star Wars uh, franchise. I don't know if you got a chance to actually catch any of the movies or anything. I have now seen the original trilogy. Uh, nice. So I have seen four, five, and six. Much to my coworker's chagrin, who's like, "Well, why wouldn't you start with the prequels first? And I'm like, no. uh, "Because everyone you're not supposed to. That's start. not how that works. I know you're. That's not how that works. One, two. I also hear everyone complain about the prequels, except for one guy I follow on Twitter who loves them to death and can quote like a scene from uh, Revenge of the Sith word for word without looking at a script. So." So there's that. Uh, I don't really know the difference between the hilt or the style or anything like that, except from like what I've played and like which we'll get into later in Fallen Order. Uh, I don't know, just like a standard hilt. But I can tell you what color I would give. Uh, it would be magenta, because pink is my right. favorite color. So nice. What about you, Devin? Okay, I got two answers for this. I'm gonna give you my Jedi answer and my Sith answer. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> if I'm a, if I'm a Jedi, which I most likely would be, I'm rocking the two lightsabers like Ahsoka. And mm-hmm. The color would be both be purple. The purple player saber. Yes. <laughs> calm, calm down over there, Mace Windu. Of course, that's why you got you got to go with the Mace Windu route. But the two purple lightsabers with the hilt, kind of like um, Luke Skywalker's on this kind of is. Mm-hmm. Now. If I'm going Sith, and I said it specifically for a reason because there's one lightsaber that I think is dope that nobody ever really talks about because it's on the animated series. I'm going to be an Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. have the lightsaber that has like the two blades that you can press a button and it just spins around. Mm-hmm. The Inquisitor yeah. lightsabers are awesome. They are. They are quite dope. So, for me, I'm going to take it back to um, Star Wars The Force Unleashed. I'm going to get that unstable black crystal. So my saber's going to be black. This is Jedi or Sith. I don't care. All right. I'm going with the unstable black crystal. So it just looks menacing. Kind of like how Kylo Ren's is like very frayed at the end. So it's it's this, yeah. the crystal isn't as stable. So you don't get that just clean blade. It's more of just, it just looks a little more menacing. As far as the hilt style, I'd probably go with the way um, Asaz Ventress's hilt is. It's the kind of curved with the wrap black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love the way those look, and I would rock too, because why not? Definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. Ahsoka's so, an awesome character, by the way. For those she actually is. She's dope. Haven't watched the Clone Wars, especially in Rebels. They're the part in Rebels that will almost make you cry. That is so awesome. So just just putting this out there, I will get to it. I'm going to watch everything. Everybody keeps recommending it, so I'm going to get there. Just <laughs> not there yet. I... Uh, Obviously, as I discussed before the show, just, you know, the way that Disney runs their subscription thing, I'm kind of waiting for the free trial to end so I can up properly, and then I'll get into everything. Did finish Iron Man 1 last night when I came home and had dinner, though. That's great. Nice. Yeah. Rebels, you should definitely, when you get a chance, you should watch that. You should watch Clone Wars first, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Because it means a lot more when you watch the Clone Wars. And yeah, the Clone Wars, the biggest problem with the Clone Wars is they have a lot of filler episodes. But once yeah, you get do. once you get to those main plot points and how they connect the rebels, 
it's amazing. Yeah, this is really good stuff. Really good. And don't don't even bother with the prequels. You can you can forget about those movies. Yeah. One, two, and three. You don't even need, you don't need to watch those. You can just get summaries from people. Yeah. <laughs> you get more from watching the Clone Wars about the prequels than you do by actually watching the prequels. Misa Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, see, that's exactly why we don't need to watch that. Yeah. Actually, no actually, my favorite thing is that canonic- canonically, he's literally a Sith Lord now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, he did cause the fall of the Jedi, so. Yeah. He's the worst. <laughs> God, Jar Jar. Uh, that's not the only uh that's not the only like uh I forget what that's called uh impression I can do. I can do Batman, but I'm not gonna do that into the mic. It's very loud and very it hurts my voice to do. Oh Batman. I I can, I, 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 I I will do this one though. Just out of just like your like Zoinks man That was actually pretty good. Even, that was actually pretty good. I don't even know what that's from. That's Shaggy. That's Shaggy. Who, who that's that? Shaggy. Oh, <laughs> Scoob. <laughs> Speaking of that new Scoob movie, looks pretty good. It does. Although I haven't even seen anything. Although on I, it. I will say, Will Forte is an interesting choice for Shaggy. Yeah, it's a prequel movie to Scooby Doo, which is weird, but yeah, it's going to show. Yeah, it's a it's, prequel movie to Scooby Doo with a child version of Shaggy when he first gets Scooby as a pet. It's no, uh, they are adults. It, like they, uh, th- that's a flashback okay. based on the way the trailer ends. Because at the end of the trailer, he's like abducted by aliens. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> Typical Scooby Doo. <laughs> I would have got away with it if it wa- wasn't for you, darn kids. Welcome to the fiftieth anniversary of Scooby Doo. I like Scooby Doo a lot. I mean, I grew up on Scooby Doo, so I mean, there's this place in it for my—it's a special place in it for me. But I'm I, what he gets abducted by aliens. And it's this an is an- a prequel. It's what an, an- shenanigans. It's not a prequel. They're it's- adults. I I don't know where this takes place in the timeline. I'm pretty sure this is like a reboot. So I have no idea. All I know is that he gets abducted by aliens, and Zac Efron is playing Fred. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that's something. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's just get into some PlayStation news. Yeah. There is not a whole lot. It felt like it was a very, very slow week because I feel like just Star Wars uh, Fallen Order just dominated all the headlines. I feel like that's the only news that I saw. Um, but there is a little tidbit out there. Shenmue 3, which I know you uh, kickstarted, Delvin, is actually uh, has a launch trailer. It's going to be here this week. Can't wait. Um, and uh, apparently the the uh, reviews can't go out until like two days after the game comes out, which uh, is that's a first. That's a that's an interesting <laughs> review embargo. Yeah, yeah. The embargo is like the twenty first, and the game comes out on I think uh, it comes the out 18th on Friday. So after this episode comes out, you'll be playing it like twenty four hours from that. So weird. So weird. Yeah. Usually that's not a good sign, but because it's Shimu, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Because hey, I mean, Fallen Order's review embargo was literally uh, 9 p.m. Pacific time on the 14th, which is 
like literally the game is out on the east coast at that point yeah so i think going into shimu you probably know what you're gonna get and spoilers when you kickstarted the game and you got the digital version you paid a lot more cheaper for it i paid 30 dollars for the digital version okay so so you're excited for this one i'm definitely i just got an email literally minutes ago about how how to redeem my digital code so it seems nice. like everything's going smoothly nice and it actually comes out on the 19th so as of this show it uh, came out yesterday and yeah. then the review will be out tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> but you know I feel like with the uh, Shibu series it's kind of like you know what you're getting into I don't think it's going to be like controlling like amazingly great it may have some kind of little graphical improvements and stuff like that Mm-hmm. But this game kind of was made off of not that much of a budget. Yeah. I, I still well, don't I see how they're charging $60 for it, by the way. It has to be because something. Because they can. Yeah, that, that is a fact. <laughs> but it has to be something really like, either it's a long experience or something to to justify that price. Because if I, if the Kickstarter, if I kickstarted the game and they told me they were charging $60, I probably wouldn't have gotten into it for $60. But $30, right. yes, yeah, well, it's well worth that. So I'm going to be super interested in seeing how this game comes out. Yeah, 18 years later. You and Gabe Patillo, man. You and Gabe from Married to the Games. You guys are uh, <laughs> waving that Shinmu flag. So uh, you guys yeah. can uh, move some boxes and uh, do some jobs or whatever goes on in that I game. I've never I understood <laughs> the appeal of that series at all. Like, I just don't get it. It's, yeah. it's fun. It, it's kind of a it's weird to say this now because you have games like Persona and Yakuza that kind of gives you a more unique experience on how Japanese culture is but before all that stuff came out to Americans Shibu was that yeah that's true well it'll be here it's here I hope those of you who are enjo- in that series are enjoying it um yeah Go Shinmu. Our next story uh, is like a total, uh, something totally different. <laughs> Apparently, the Call of Duty uh, Battle Royale mode has leaked. And apparently, it's going to be pretty large. Um, I guess it's a 200-player Battle Royale. And... <laughs> When you die, I guess you go to the gulag and you can get out of there by like doing a one on one battle. And so you're like, you see, once you die, you go into the gulag, you kind of, I guess, wait your period of time until you get your one on one V one. And if you win your one V one, you get released back into the world. So instead of just like, like respawns, they do it very differently. And I guess every now and again, um, the gulag has a jailbreak where everybody gets out. So it's just a. And this is all leaked stuff. Nothing has been confirmed yet. Um, but it looks like this could be a lot of fun in, in the Call of Duty environment. People are pretty excited. I know Kevin said he uh, is really excited about that. He's our, our resident Battle Royale lover. But um, do either of you even play Call of Duty? I know you picked it up, right, Delvin? Yeah, I like Call of Duty, but this is not for me. I don't, I don't, not a big Battle Royale fan. So, but I think this is cool for people who like that type of action Call of Duty multiplayer is a lot more fast paced and stuff like that and it seems like a fun concept but yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of Battle Royale I'm not a fan of that many multiplayer games 
to really speak, be honest with you. But I think this is cool for those who want it. Yeah. What about you, Haley? Uh, you know, I played uh, I played a couple rounds of Blackout in uh, Black Ops Four. I think I won one, but that was playing like a duo, and I didn't get the killing shot. So. Uh, no, not really. Uh, I don't have Modern Warfare, which is where I assume the new one would be. Um, I, uh, I don't know if I'll pick it up until, like, next year, maybe. Uh, the COD Battle Royale doesn't really interest me. Uh, it's mainly just Fortnite, and even then, like, I only play it occasionally. <laughs> yeah, I never really got into the, the Battle Royale games. Um, I like the idea of them. It's just there's just not usually enough there for me to really, really, you know, dive deep. But this looks like it could be a lot of fun. Um, just having that many players, 200 people, like 100 versus 100, or just if it's Battle Royale, like all last man standing, uh, that could be a lot of fun, especially with how large the maps are. Um, and then the whole Gulag thing is kind of cool, like being able to, if you can get a one, win a 1v1, you get thrown back out into the field or they get a jailbreak and everybody's out. So uh, the concept is fun. Um, if and when I pick up Call of Duty, I would probably definitely just check it out. It could be a lot of fun with just, you know, hanging out with your friends. Everybody jumps in and just, you know, have at it. So could be cool. Could be cool. We'll see if that actually comes to fruition or if this leak is all a bunch of uh, garbage. All right. So our last story, because like I said, it was just a slow week, and I tried to pick some of the good stuff. Oh, this um, one, apparently, this one, I like this story. So let's get yeah, into this. Yeah, this this works. Yeah, you're 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 wearing you're wearing the Andromeda Initiative shirt, so you know this is right up your alley. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so apparently, Mass Effect is not dead, and they are currently working on a new Mass Effect. Um, Woo! <laughs> heck yeah. Uh, I, <clears throat> sorry, just just gotta drop this in there. If you really thought they would kill one of their flagship franchises after one bad game, we got some news for you. <laughs> Bring yeah. back Shepard. That's not <laughs> that's not happening either. We, bring we him know back. That. That's bring not happening back. either. Whatever your Shepard is, bring them back, please. Okay. Oh, also, also, Bioware chose a canon Shepard. The final trailer for Shepard was Fem Shep. Well, that's all I gotta wrong. say out there. <laughs> Excuse me, I will <laughs> fight you on this. You can't Mark- get down here. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. <laughs> immigration Mark- will stop you with the heartbeat. <laughs> uh, what does immigration have to worry about me just driving down there to fight you over the fact that Mark Muir is not a good... Uh, he was fantastic. Does not, he does not do a good job as Shepard. He was fantastic. Both of them were fantastic, mm-hmm. To be honest with you. They, yeah, they they were all right. I just I I much prefer FemShep. Yeah, you were the majority, by the way. I, was I, say, I, I think most I people know, do. Which is which is why Bioware chose FemShep as the Canon Shepherd. They're wrong. <laughs> I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the Canon Shepherd is whatever Shepherd you make. Period. Yeah. Have you ever seen but, some um, of the default versions of Shepherd that people have made? Oh just yeah. Uh, I have, yeah. Yes, I want um. Back when Mass Effect 3 came out, I couldn't get it at launch, so one of my, uh, he doesn't upload much anymore, if at all, just because he's dealing with some health stuff, but, uh, one of my favorite older YouTubers, uh, SSOHPKC, yes, I know that's a mouthful, uh, <laughs> played through Mass Effect 3, and his goal was to make his shepherd as deformed as possible. 
Oh man, that reminds me like when people do that kind of stuff with like Fallout, just trying to make oh, their characters yeah. as ridiculously deformed and ugly as possible. I don't, I don't watch it, but like that's like Monster Factory in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So it's good that they're. I mean, I don't think anybody really expected them to completely kill Mass Effect. I mean, Andromeda definitely had its woes, and the ending of Mass Effect Three had was very divisive, but um. People love Mass Effect. Like it's got a special, special place. It's one of those games where, if as long as you build one, people will come, and uh, hopefully they can get their act together and maybe not use the Frostbite engine, maybe use Unreal or something else. This, um, t- this ties in too to the whole Mass Effect news thing. Is that uh, EA has said that between like I think I mentioned this last week, but like between like March of next of like 2020 and April of the following year they're going to release fan favorite remasters so who knows maybe we will finally get that Mass Effect trilogy on PS4 <laughs> right as the PS5 happens thanks <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey but backwards compatibility <laughs> oh man but it, it's good to know that they're that they're going to remake they're going to continue making it it's just i just wonder who cuz you know BioWare has had so many people leave. Yeah. Uh, especially after Anthem, which apparently they're also overhauling Anthem. Uh, I'm gonna call it Anthem Next. It's it's crazy. Like that game really just isn't dead. It doesn't have you know anywhere near the player base that they were expecting or that they were hoping for. But they continue to update the game and add things to it. So it's definitely not going away, and they are definitely you know standing behind the game, which is good. Um, you look at these kind of games, these long-term games like a Destiny or a Warframe or even an Anthem. As long as the developers continue to support the game and continue to build the game, the audience that's there will continue to play it and will continue to sing its praises until it gets to a point where everybody's playing it like a Warframe. Because Warframe, I remember when it launched, was just real rough. But now, like that's one of the bigger games out there. Like There are a lot of people playing Warframe. So... As long as they, you know, continue to put resources at it and really stick with it, um, it could have a revival, kind of like the way uh, No Man's Sky did. So, hopefully, they get their stuff together and they can, you know, bring Anthem back and get it get it working well to people to where people are really excited to play it again. And Anthem they're also developing a Dragon Age game. <laughs> Anth- Anthem is dead to me. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I'll go back. I have it on all three platforms, so. If they can make it better, I nope. will. I will play it when nope. I have time. Hard pass. Hard. I pass. really enjoyed it. It was a good concept. It's just not executed well, and unfortunately, because everybody from that team keeps leaving, I don't think they're succeeding in making it a a good game. Uh, I Jason, this this obviously like first was reported by Jason Schreier, and you of know, course he's, he's a good he's a good source. But I'm sorry, Jason. I just don't believe that they're going to succeed in this. I think it's it's going to die. It's gonna die, and uh, who knows? Maybe they'll make an anthem too, with all the ideas they had for the first one. Because uh, that first trailer they released the first time the game was revealed, that looked cool. What we got? Yeah. Nope. Hard pass. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. I-, I think this the anthem, the idea of an anthem next. Uh, I think it, it. I think there's still enough people who want to see it succeed, so I think that it has a chance. We'll see what happens. But yeah, all the all the people leaving from the studio definitely kind of makes you feel like they're abandoning it. But apparently they're not. It's really weird. Boom. Sound the anthem alarm. 
<laughs> Reset the clock. <laughs> I have a question. I just thought yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Could Anthem Next possibly be just a next gen upgrade? It could be. <laughs> if that's all Anthem Next is, that game is uh, dead. Like, yeah. literally. They will. Sounds like it could be just a next gen update with just added more added stuff into it. Because I mean that's basically what they've been doing. Like they have they have a, a an expansion that's either coming coming out or recently came out. Um, Season of the Skulls like I said, they they continue like yeah, that. yeah they continue to keep updating the game. And so yeah, Anthem Next could be like just stuff they're doing to get it ready for next gen, um, to push it and like kind of relaunch it. I mean again, it's like a live game, so you can continue to to. to add on and revise and patch and update this game to a point where it could very easily with the right trailer, the right marketing, um, the right changes that the community that's playing it asked for could relaunch the game and, and actually make it successful. It's, it's possible. It's just a willing, it's just a matter of like how much is, you know, EA and Bioware willing to throw at it to make that happen. Yeah. I can see. And I can honestly see them being like, Hey, if you own Anthem, you get Anthem Next for free. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Anthem Next should be free because, you know, it's part of Anthem. It's yeah, but what like I'm saying, Anthem too. what I meant by that is like, you get the next gen version of Anthem, like you do this patch and it's automatically updated as the, with the 4K and everything like that for your system for free. I mean, the, so games, are, to, the games are already 4K though. Yeah, so you don't have to pay. Essentially, you're getting a PS5 game as opposed oh, to being an upgrade okay, game. That's saying. what I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. So instead of getting, instead of just playing your upres version of Anthem or the PS5, you're getting a PS5 version of Anthem. Yeah. See that always that makes me wonder about the whole backwards compatibility. Like, are you getting an upres version, or if you have the PS5 and you put in the PS4 disc, or you download the PS4 version? Is it really the PS4 version or is it the PS5 version? Like, what differentiates? And when you up when they update these games, if it's a like a, again, if it's like a live game like Anthem or whatnot, do you get? Are you gonna be like stuck in like the PS4 era of that, or are they going to, you know, update it to the point where if you're on PS5, you've got the better version of the game? Or is it going to take advantage of all the bells and whistles, even if you bought just the PS4 version? Like, I'm really curious to see, like, how, where where that line in the sand is. Like, do you have to pay for an upgraded version of the for the PS5, or does it all just carry over because it's backwards compatible and it's like a live game that's just continuing to grow? I'm really curious as to how that process is going to take place. I mean, there's not too many games that are like that. You have anthem you have destiny um i think final fantasy 14 if it moves on to playstation 5 like i'm just very curious how live service games are going to handle the backwards compatibilities thing yeah definitely. uh speaking of final fantasy 14 did you guys see i, I know that it's the competitors but <clears throat> at xo19 they announced that like they're trying to bring that game to xbox yeah it still hasn't released there which is shocking to me not gonna lie, I did not watch XO19 at all. Uh, I watched it. You got you got another enemy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I forgot it came on. Honestly, I, I watched really it. But to be fair, I half watched it. I watched it 
by watching Kind of Funny watch it and react to it. So. Uh, yeah, so. I was watching watching the whole thing. I was working on some inventory stuff at work and had it in the background and was just kind of listening to it. I mean, it's cool. It was it was to me. Very, it just felt like a Game Pass um, commercial. Yeah. Very excited for Tell Me Why pass. though. Very <laughs> excited for Tell Me Why. Yes. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I mean, I kind of have. I'm, I'm biased, especially as like the first trans protagonist in the game. Very yeah. excited. So that's gonna be cool. That is very cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I like what they're that. doing with that. I yeah. liked, I liked that every article that was posted is just full of like hateful people underneath it going, "Yeah, we don't need this." And I'm like, again, again, people suck. People we suck, have to do better. So. <laughs> hey. Hey, I already knew people sucked from working in retail for eight years, but like, yeah. Yeah, I you know, I, I just don't understand why. Just because if you don't like something or something isn't for you, you don't have to bash it. You just say, yeah, that's cool. Not, not for me. me. I'm not going to play it. Yeah. Like, I know that those type of games, like the Life is Strange, all of that kind of thing, those aren't games that I enjoy, but I'm glad they exist for the people that do enjoy them. And there's no reason to bash them or tear them down. Like, I, will, I will note, I have the Platinum on Life is Strange and Life is Strange Before the Storm. And I also have the Thousand on Life is Strange. So Very nice. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. But, yeah, Xbox got some got some good stuff cooking. Um, I'm, again, interested to see what PlayStation's reaction to it is because their whole xCloud play all your games wherever the heck you want and Game Pass will be on xCloud as well. Um, I don't know what PlayStation is going to do to compete. Unless they turn PlayStation Now into something similar. Or they really fix like remote play. Uh, they got a lot of work to do to be able to catch up. Because the fact that, again, everything just comes to Game Pass. There are it, It's just like, why would you even buy a game? Just have Game Pass and call it a day. So... Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what uh, what PlayStation's reaction or what they what they do, what their next gen plans are to combat some of what Xbox has. Because right now, I think they're definitely you know going into next gen real hot, uh, and PlayStation is definitely going to have to do something to be like, yeah, we have this, and it can't just be like our system is more powerful, or yeah, we have these exclusives. You're going to have to have services that can compete with what Xbox is offering. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. We shall see. The uh fanboy wars have begun. <laughs> Somebody needs to initiate order sixty six. <laughs> I uh I don't think you can do that within like the fanboy wars because like what what is there to eliminate people arguing? That's gonna happen forever. <laughs> Oh no! You just get rid of the heads of the studios. You know, let's get rid of Phil Spencer and all those people. I'm kidding. I'm I'm just kidding. Initiate order sixty six. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, let's just roll right into uh, our topic of the week: Segway. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Boo. We all have it. We've all played it. Let's get into some 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 impressions. Try not to be too spoilery. I want to get Hannah's uh, special expressions because she knows nothing about Star Wars. I know, right? Mm-hmm. So right, Haley, so you, you, you tell want, us what you, you want think. My impressions. This game is hard, yes. and I'm playing on normal, and I'm getting my butt kicked. <laughs> uh, you need to get your metachlorian count up. 
Isn't that from the prequels? <laughs> no. Midichlorians are all canon. around us. Well, I know they're canon. I, it's not... I know that the, the way that... Prequels are not canon anymore because we revoked those. That's not how that works. Disney says they're still canon, so... Oh, what do they care? Well, I mean, Disney's in charge of what's canon and what's not, so... Uh, that's debatable. Have okay. you ever heard us fans complain? Mm-hmm, right. Sure, fans complain doesn't mean they have to listen. Anywho, my impressions on this game are I freaking love it. It's uh, it's really good. Um, not to be spoilery or anything like that. Um, so I don't. I think I'm about five or six hours in. I don't know. I uh, I got to. You guys remember the E3 demo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got there. And I'm just after that now. So, um, I've gone back to one of the other, uh, planets I unlocked earlier, um, for something. And, um, I feel like you're constantly getting, like, upgrades in this game, which is very nice. Um, one thing I will say is the skill tree does not unlock fast enough. Um, just because, like you'll unlock skills and then like it'll be like oh the skill tree's full nope you need to you need to unlock something else to allow your skill tree to like expand more to unlock more stuff but um the exploration is nice the fact that you have to go back and re-explore is very nice i actually went off the beaten path like as soon as i could and i found something that has made like group fights so much easier if anybody wants to know what it is, it's on my Twitter. I'm not going to spoil it. Find it yourselves. It's very worth it. Um, uh, it is... It's very... The combat is kind of Souls-like. Like, you have to parry. you got to dodge. Everything like that. Um, and that's enjoyable because I'm not very good at Souls games. But I'm getting good at this. It's just, when you screw up, you know it's your fault. Um, mm-hmm. on the first planet, <laughs> I stumbled into the, I don't know if you guys found it or not, this, right by your ship, there's this thing you can fall in, and, uh, that thing kicked my butt, like, nine times before I was like, alright, I'm just gonna leave and come back later, and, uh, <laughs> finally came back last night, or not last night, sorry, a Friday night after I got home from dinner, and I, uh, killed that, and then earlier today... I stumbled upon uh, another boss like that and killed it. And about 45 minutes ago, I found another one and killed it. So, doing what I'm doing now. Because uh, the game's paused while we're recording and everything like that. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I don't know, like, the story is interesting. I just, again, as everybody mentions, I don't really know much about Star Wars. I've only seen... <laughs> Four, five, and six. So it's all you need. It's all you need. Yeah, it's all you need. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I, I really like it. The characters are interesting. Uh, a lot of the force. Uh, one of the things you can do in the game is like the audio log system is like Cal can sense things with the force. So those are really interesting. And uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying your time with it and your foray into the uh, Star Wars universe. Um, yeah, combat is interesting. Um, it definitely 
is a little slower paced, especially at the beginning until you start unlocking abilities, which is exactly what I expected. I expected it to be a little bit more difficult from jump because you'd be limited in what you could do, but you definitely cannot just go. It's, this is not Star Wars Force Unleashed. You can't just run headfirst into a battle and just jack everybody up. You literally, you have to take your time. You have to parry. You have to dodge. You have to move. Like You have to be way more calculated with the way you approach fights. Um, otherwise, yeah, you will die. <laughs> you will die a lot. Um, you just have to be a lot more thoughtful. I do appreciate the fact that, like, once you land on a planet, they are they are a lot bigger than you think they are. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> there there are levels. Um, at first, like when I first the first level reminded me. I'm like, am I playing Uncharted too? <laughs> oh yeah, like, yeah. I, I get I get what you mean. Actually, hold on. Before you go further in your impressions, I gotta ask, what color lightsaber are you rocking in game? Well, I've only only unlocked the 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 pre-order bonus, so just orange right now until okay. I find more more crystals. That's what I'm ro- um, That's what I'm rocking right now as well. Delvin, what color are you rocking? Um, the, your one Jedi came, self? the one that came with the um, the initial one. What is it? Blue? The blue one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I only have three options right now. I have blue, green, and orange, and I went orange because screw blue and green. Yeah, I, that, um, I went with the orange as well. So yeah, but um, yeah, I, I I am I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, but yeah, that first level just it gave me like so many Uncharted two feels. Um, yeah. and then as I progressed through the game, it, it's like for me, it's like the perfect mashup of Uncharted and Tomb Raider. It's exactly what I want in those type of games. You have like the Metroidvania style where there's a lot of backtracking. You'll come across something and you'll be like, okay can't get through there but i know eventually i'm gonna have something that unlocks that allows me to actually progress through this um and i like what uh bd1 does like when you bring up his map and he shows you like places that you haven't explored um things that right now are barriers that you can't get past and then once you unlock whatever ability allows you to pass it it'll now show up as green as available so you don't even have to remember everything and try to remember the map that actually brings it up on the map and it'll show you all the different points of interest that you have so i think that's really useful for a game with this much backtracking um so the second map um that you unlock uh zeppo yeah zeppo yeah um that tomb oh my god that was exactly what i wanted it was awesome that was that was so good and uh again no spoilers i just like when when i beat that uh i was ready to beat my head in because i was looking around for one of the objects you needed for like 30 minutes going where is it and then i realized where it was and i was ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man it's so much like because tomb raider to me like their tombs always felt like a little they weren't they weren't very long they were pretty easy but this one was so massive and had so many different things that it was just exactly what I was looking for in terms of that type of puzzle element along with, you know, the a little bit more varied combat, a little bit more difficult combat. And unlike Uncharted, like one of the things that I love about Tomb Raider is that there's upgrades. Like you can upgrade your weapons, upgrade your skills, where in Uncharted it's just like the same guns over and over and over and over again. So it really combines a lot of the elements of those two games that I enjoy. Um, and I'm just having a blast with it. And it's one of these games where 
there's so much to do on these maps and like there's so much stuff to go back and for me these type of games are the kind of games that i want to 100 percent get everything so i can already see myself going back to to maps and trying to clear out an entire map before i move forward if i can or clear out as much as i can before i go to the next place mm-hmm. and i like the fact that you actually can choose you know which planet you go to so there, it, it, it's linear but not so much like you can choose like where you want to go so i, I really enjoy that aspect of, uh, of it as well oh well, I, already, we're, we're, I already know i'm platinuming this game so <laughs> i don't i don't have it on playstation so it won't be a platinum it's just achievements on origin so what do you think Devin? it's fantastic i like that it has all the action and the fun that you expect from a Star Wars series. Mm-hmm. I don't want to touch on the things that you guys touched on already, but I want to touch more on the story, the elements without spoiling anything, but mm-hmm. it's a cool story. And this, if I'm correct, this has already been out there already. It's after Order 66, which is the perfect time in Star Wars history right. to kind of develop stories and concepts just around that universe. Because for those who don't know, Order 66 is the order that they gave to kill all the Jedi off. But yep. one of the things that's in canon now is the fact that they didn't kill all the Jedi off. Uh, Jedi off. There was a lot of people who were still Force-sensitive who survived, who were kind of like trying to live their life, and they don't have the Force abilities. So the whole concept of the game with this guy who survived Order 66, and he doesn't really have that many Force abilities at first, kind of makes sense. Yeah. And it's building this cool side universe that I want to see more of from the Star Wars universe. And I think it's a really cool concept that they're doing. I feel like video games is the perfect way to tell that story. But so far, yeah, like, like two hours in, I, I like it a lot. It's fun. Yeah, It's a complete contrast to Death Stranding, which I like as yeah, well. So I feel like I can play both of those games at the same time and not get mixed up or confused or bored by them because they're so different. Is so unique to them. I feel like playing Fallen Order feels like how I felt playing the old school Star Wars games. Even though it doesn't control that way, it gives me that old school fun feel of it that I like a lot about this game. It's super cool. Yeah, I, I love it. And like the, the stuff that you touched on with the story aspects of it, like I, you're, I agree. Like this is a great place to do a lot of storytelling because there hasn't been anything really outside of like star wars rebels it really deals with the fallout and the aftermath of order 66 and then how that bridges the gap you know you have episode seven but we still there's still so much up in the air like you know apparently you know if you spoilers if you haven't seen you know episode seven or eight like you're tripping (laughs) go see them but just you know the reestablishment of you know the jedi order they're the fact that there are so many people that survived, you know, Order 66 and they have stories to tell. There's so much that you can do with that. Like the fact that, you know, these people are now cut off for the force or trying to hide themselves as force users because you have the inquisitors that are coming looking for them. Um, so you can tell a lot of unique stories in that way. You know, you can deal with with Jedi that are hiding or, or wild Jedi or people who maybe have decided to rise up and not hide. So I think you have a lot of storytelling elements that you, you have access to in, in that post order 66, you know, timeline. So I'm really excited to see, you know, where the rest of the story goes, how and if it ties into anything else Star Wars related. 
Um, but yeah, I'm having a blast. Yeah, I'm having a blast with it. The voice acting is really good too. I love Cameron Monaghan. Uh, I don't know. If, uh, I, Delvin might have seen Gotham. Uh, yes, I, I have. I don't know if you have, Dev. I have not seen Gotham, but I love him in Shameless. <laughs> okay, uh, I know that he uh, he he plays the I I wanted to start Shameless, but there's like nine seasons, and I don't know. It's kind of like not usually yeah. my kind of show, but like. On Gotham, he plays Jerome, which is like Gotham's version of the Joker, and he's really mm. good. So, um, so it's great to see him here, and uh, and then you know the fact that uh, from the E three three trailer, Forrest Whitaker's in here and stuff like that. So. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. His character is in here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I met his character this morning, so. <laughs> Saul Guerrero. Yeah. Saul yeah, Guerrero. Yeah. He's I, in He's in Rogue One as well. So but he's also in Rebels, yeah. 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 So No, it's uh it's very good. Very excited to play more. Any uh anything that you guys don't like? Mm. Anything that any any issues with the game, how it plays that you guys are like, mm, mm. this could be tighter or better? Uh yeah. How about the load times when you die to an enemy? Because they're absolutely instant when you fall off a cliff. Yeah, yeah I don't have, I don't have that problem on PC. The load times are way faster. <laughs> no, like uh, if you fall off a cliff uh, or like an it's environment, instant. it's instant. But if you die to yeah. an enemy, it's like a thirty second respawn time. Well, that's because so, and this was this was something that they had talked about. Like, um, yeah, if you die, like as you're just transversing, you fall off a, a cliff, like it'll load you right back. But they wanted to make the combat more meaningful. So yeah, if you die, it has to reload your previous save state from before the last time you saved that's why it takes longer to load whereas the um if you fall off a cliff it just loads you right back there it's not reverting to a safe state oh, okay okay so yeah that's why the load time is a little bit longer i don't notice them that much because pc solid state drive it doesn't take as long to load but i can imagine yeah that taking a while um my only gripes is i wish the control felt a little i don't know tighter um, there's certain elements in it that are kind of like Titanfall, like the wall running and the jumping and stuff like that. And all of that is a lot smoother in Titanfall, but it's also supposed to be a lot faster paced game in its first person. Um, but I do get a little frustrated when I'm trying to wall run and he doesn't quite run. So when you try to get the wall run, he doesn't quite nail it. So that's a little, that feels a little, little, little frustrating. I wish the game was a little bit stickier as far as like when you're jumping, um, but other than that, like everything else feels good. I did have a, a, a fun time trying to optimize the game and make it run a little bit better on PC because they did not give you a lot of sliders. And there's so many options you have to do within the PC to get it running, which almost makes me wish I bought it on console just so it would be a little bit easier. But I am enjoying the PC experience. Uh, but I just wish the control when you're running around like the free running and the jumping felt a little tighter. It just feels a little sloppy to me. I will say that. That box for grabbing ropes is tiny. Mm-hmm. That's it's so tiny. You'll like you you'll think you have it, and then you've missed it by an inch, and then you have to re. It, it like it's instant at that point, but like then you respawn, and then you go for it again. Oh, you missed it the other direction now. Like that's tiny. <laughs> They'll probably patch it and fix for that. Yeah, yeah. They said there's a patch coming to hopefully shorten the load times for loading your save as well. So yeah. Nice, nice. 
All right, so I think that'll do it for our, our Star Wars talk. We're, we're all eager to jump back in, um, having a blast with it, and uh, just can't wait to see, you know, just how the story progresses and all the different abilities and things that we can find and unlock. So, yeah, good times. Okay, so um, I'm not even going to get into Disney Plus or, or The Mandalorian, but if you have Disney Plus, you should watch The Mandalorian. Um, it's good stuff, and it just gives you more Star Wars story. So do that. I will say this about the Mandalorian: the Mandalorian is better than Boba Fett. <laughs> That's all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it at that. Fight me on that if I, you want to. I, I mean, did anybody expect anything? I mean, spoilers for you know the old, like the first trilogy of Star Wars. Like he does nothing. He literally dies. That's all he does. <laughs> does he? Does he die though? Does he? He literally mm. rolls into a Sarlacc pit. That doesn't mean he dies. He's Boba Fett. Yeah, they, they kind of allude that he... There's been rumors and theories that he hasn't died, so it's really interesting how that's going to turn out, but The Mandalorian is a heck of a Star Wars show. I love it a lot. I'm like... This is what I wanted to see for Boba Fett. This should have honestly been a Boba Fett series. Uh, Yeah. That would have been cool. I mean, everybody was expecting that. They were thinking that uh, it would maybe be Boba Fett, but no. I think it's good that they still leave Boba Fett up in the air and have him kind of mysterious. Uh, and you know, I won't say that you know he's better than Boba Fett because we don't really know yet. We don't really know enough about Boba Fett. I mean, you so have I- a lot of expanded universe stuff, but there isn't a whole lot canonically. I'll say that they yes. have with Boba Fett. So they're still. They could do a lot with his character still. And that's my point. I will say on Disney Plus, I watched uh, the first episode of The World According to Jeff Goldblum. And, uh, all right. (laughs) 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 Like, Jeff Goldblum uh, as an actor is great. Jeff Goldblum explaining, like, things. It's interesting. Uh,. The first episode is on sneakers, so, like, it's not really my jam in the first place, but, like, it was interesting to see him take it on. And then the second episode that came out, uh, the same time, uh, episode two of The Mandalorian came out, is on ice cream, so. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'll watch that eventually, maybe. <laughs> life, I can't say uh, that I'm terribly interested in that, but, uh, life, uh, mm-hmm. life finds a way. That it does. <laughs> I've only watched two things on Disney Plus: The Mandalorian and Darkwing Duck. <laughs> I have watched The Mandalorian and I have watched uh, Gargoyles. I have watched Gargoyles is awesome. I have watched Tron Legacy, uh, the original trilogy for um, Star Wars, and Iron Man One. And I've got a whole bunch more in my queue. Did you guys see they said they're going to fix the uh, the aspect ratio for The Simpsons so that people who want to watch it in the classic way can? And those who want to watch it in the widescreen format can? That's cool. I, I didn't see that. I didn't. Uh, I, I saw care. that yesterday. Yeah, that's yeah, a cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching Simpsons on the FX now, so I didn't even know that that was an issue on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, the problem. But, uh, with, I'll give you a short synopsis of what the problem is. The problem is that their aspect ratio cuts out a lot of the sight gags. Uh, like, sure, the, sure. like the one that was the most common example was that like Duff, Duff Light, and Duff Dry all come from the same tube. 
and it's cut off in the in the Disney Plus version, so you don't get that they're all coming from the same like, uh, like tube, which is a sight mm-hmm. gag, right? So. Yeah. Look, until they put back the Michael Jackson episode, I'm not watching. That's it. not that's not <laughs> happening ever, and you know that. They should. That is my favorite episode of The Simpsons. Right, man. That's one of Fantastic my favorite episodes. Episode. Lisa, it's your birthday. Great episode. Uh, Absolutely. Can I just put something out there? I've never seen like, like I've watched episodes here and there of The Simpsons, but like I've never seen like a season in its entirety. So that's fine. You That's should watch that episode yeah. if you haven't seen it, by the way. It is a great episode. What, the, like, it is awesome. Uh, where do I watch it? It's been pulled from syndication. <laughs> like, you can't you watch can it anywhere. It YouTube, I'm sure it's on YouTube or somewhere. I'm sure it, it exists. It's a fantastic episode. It's a great episode for mental health, to be honest with you. Because I'll give you a short version of it. Basically, it's this guy pretending to be Michael Jackson. And, and the whole it, town of yeah, Springfield I, thinks that he's Michael Jackson. <laughs> and then they come out and find out he's just an old white White guy, old white fat guy. But it's it's a really good episode. Yeah, I don't know. I got a an interesting thing about Michael Jackson. So that's a topic. <laughs> yes, it is. It's also yeah. not a topic for a PlayStation show. We're not getting into that here. Not at all. No. Okay, so moving along to things that are PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> The drop this week, uh, you know, we've got games coming to the PlayStation Store. As we already mentioned, Shinmu 3 should be out. Another notable, uh, Civilization 6. Oh, I yes. know people really love the Civ games. Um, that one is out this week as well. The inevitable um, the inevitable quest to uh, build your civilization to survive the fight against Gandhi. Because for, <laughs> for those who don't know, because, you know... Uh, when they coded the original uh, Civilization, they accidentally added an extra integer to uh, Gandhi, so he became one of the most, like, warmongering, like, factions in the game. And essentially, the goal of Civilization is to survive, so Gandhi doesn't nuke you. <laughs> wow. Did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because everyone knows that Gandhi was, like, one of the, like, most peaceful people. I have air quotes around my hands, because there's, like, a big thing about the fact that he was kind of not a great person, but again, not a topic for a PlayStation show. My point being is like he's one of the world leaders in civilization, and when they were coding the original, they had set his peaceful meter to like the lowest, uh, the, like the the lowest it could be, but accidentally added an extra uh an extra negative, so it became like he's like ten on like on like not peaceful. So he's like one of the most, uh, you know, warmongering. Yeah, yeah, he's like really deadly. Like he will nuke you to oblivion. So, <laughs> yeah, fun times. Uh, I definitely want to play it, and I might play it. I may, I may pick it up on PC. <laughs> um, I know one of my boys was telling me that he really wanted to play Civ, so. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very funny watching what's happening behind you. <laughs> yes. For those who can't see, because this is an audio recording, my son has woken up and is harassing me with this tablet and does not understand when I say, hey, you can't be in here while I'm recording. Um, he doesn't care. He, he cares not for anything He is that, that he does not want. So, yeah. The joys of parenthood. 
Um, the <laughs> only other notable game that I saw in the drop was a uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts. I know a lot of people like those games. Um, I just saw the trailer for this. I didn't even know this was coming out. So yeah, I feel like those things always just kind of stealth drop in there, just all of a sudden here. Like there's never a whole they lot of fanfare, well too, but they, they pop up. Yeah, and they sell well. So that was just the only other notable game that I wanted to mention. Oh, I have what I want to add because okay. it, it seemed like it went under the radar last week, but this past Friday. For those anime fans, Tokyo Ghoul has a game. I'm, I'm, get, I'm, I'm gonna anger people. Get your weeb nonsense out of here. We already got Shenmue <laughs> Three. We don't need no more weeb nonsense. Tokyo Ghoul is a very interesting anime, for the same least. So, for those who like anime, you can go check out a Tokyo Ghoul game, which I think is the first of the series. So, it's gonna be really cool for those who like that type of stuff. I've heard it's a good anime. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I'll play the game. I don't know. There you go. Oh, a fun uh, thing I did this week was because for no reason at all, IGN posted like a Death Stranding ending explained. Don't worry, I won't say anything. Uh, But I watched that video and I still have no idea what happens. (laughs) Sounds accurate. That that sounds about right. (laughs) That makes sense. Oh, man. Death Stranding anime weeb nonsense. Great way to end the show. (laughs) So with that, that's going to do it for episode six. Thanks for hanging out and listening. Um, As always, feel free to holler at us over on the Twitterverse um, at PlayStation XP or come join us in the Discord. And uh, again, we're trying to make the PlayStation room as lit as the Nintendo room. Mm-hmm. One day, hopefully, we will get there. Here's hoping it becomes more than, hey, this is where we're going to post the Overwatch League news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are some big Overwatch fans, um, and that was the room they used because it was, uh, you know, quiet. Uh, so let's try and uh, get the room. Like I said, let's let's make it the spot. So if you have any PlayStation stuff you want to chat or just want to chat with me, Delvin or Haley, come come hit us up on the Discord because that's where we're at. Um, other than on the Discord, let us know what you're working on, Delvin, and, and where people can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. I'm working on, as always, the Delvin Cox Experience podcast that a lot of people know, a lot of people love, so check that out. Anywhere you get your podcast after. I'm also working on um, games we don't play with Chalfie, which is awesome. I love doing that podcast with Chalfie. What up, Chalfie? What's good, Chalf? <laughs> Send us <And> questions. Produ- <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I'm producing two podcasts now, which is kind of interesting. Okay. How do you even have what? time to play? Like- I don't. That's the crazy thing about it. I really don't. <laughs> I'm like a podcast producer now, a podcast aficionado, which is crazy. Like, um, one of the podcasts is called Blood Black Lace, where I produced a podcast for an actress. Her name's Lindsay Gray. She's in a she's in Wonder Woman eighty four, and she's in a lot of different things. So I'm producing a podcast for her. Well, she's a great person, and I'm also producing another podcast for her, which is um, I guess you would call it a lifestyle podcast, and she does it with um Lori Rosenbaum, who oh. this would interest Haley very much because Lori Rosenbaum is the sister of Michael Rosenbaum. Yep. So it's it's a really cool podcast they just started now. It's called the Rosenbaum and Gray Hour. They talk about a lot of different things on there. You guys should check it out if you get a chance to check it out. But yeah, it's pretty cool. For sure, for sure. And where can the people find you and talk to you if they want to talk to you about nice things and not be 
terrible garbage human, Taylor. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. Uh, you can find me on uh, anywhere else uh, gaming related, like Xbox or PlayStation Network. Please feel free to add me. You can find me at Haley Zarel. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Haley Zarel, and you can find me on Facebook at Haley Nicole Miller. And uh, I'll pretty much probably just be playing Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> Nice. And you can find me at Dev A. Tyus on the interwebs and uh, Dat Ninja Dev 2 over on PlayStation. Um, and with that, long live play. <laughs>